0: Sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming when you think about all of the parts and the pieces of building a brand. You feel a little overwhelmed? Well, I do at times, and the way that I get through that is I figure out the pieces I break them down, I chunk them down, and then from there, I take action. And I've got some good news for you today because I'm going to go through the six parts to building a profitable brand, and it's something that I'm calling the Brand Creators Playbook. You better stick around. This is going to be a good one. Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 789. My name is Scott Boker, and I'm here to help you build a future proof business so you can create the ultimate freedom. But, and there's always a but, you have to and you must take what you learn from this podcast and take action, and you can become the amazing seller of your life. So, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Well, I am excited because I've been working on something behind the scenes and it is finally, finally ready. And if any of you know a little bit about my backstory, you know that I don't really like to write. All right. And it's something that it takes a little bit more time for me than some other people that are gifted with writing. But it's a struggle for me. But I've gotten better because, well, I've Practiced. I've done more of it, and uh, this is another perfect example of it because I have finished what I'm calling the Brand Creators Playbook, or rather, Brand Creators The Playbook, and what I did is I went through all six parts that you hear me talk a lot about on this podcast and what I decided to do because people said, Scott, it seems like there's so much to do. Is there a roadmap? Is there a path that I can follow? Now, some of you know that I have something called Brand Creators Academy, and that's where myself and Chris Schaefer were helping people build their brands, and they're doing it right alongside us. We actually have two case studies that we're doing inside of Brand Creators Academy. Uh, Now, right at this time that I'm recording this, it is not currently open for enrollment, but what I decided to do, because people said, Scott, I, I want to get in, but uh, you know I, I don't want to wait until you open next. Can I get started, and can you give me something, uh, versus just going back to the podcast and listening to all the episodes that we've done, and I said, sure, so what I decided to do was create something now that we're calling Brand Creators The Playbook, all right? So that's why I decided to create this playbook, because it's needed, all right? And I know that there's a lot of steps to this, and there's a lot of parts to this, but once you understand it, you are going to be able to follow through, all right? And again, it's, it's all there. Like, I have everything on this podcast, for you to really get up and running and, and just start taking action, right? And start implementing. And it all starts with knowing your market. You hear me say that over and over and over again. Well, we talk about that in the playbook. But what I'm gonna do here today is I'm gonna break down the playbook. I'm gonna go through exactly what we're covering, and I will touch on each and every part. And I'll give you some things that you can do right now. And I'm gonna give you a few examples. Uh, I'm also gonna, I'm gonna bust a couple myths out there. All right, and uh we'll we'll dive into that right here. But I'm going to talk about traffic. I'm going to talk about some really interesting uh, examples here of some sites that are doing a lot of of traffic, a lot of visitors, uh, but also how you can compete and how you can grab a little bit of that and get eyeballs, all right? So again, that is why I created this, uh, well, this uh, podcast episode, but really why I created Brand Creators, the playbook. If you want to grab a copy, you can head over to brandcreatorsbook.com. Again, that's brandcreatorsbook.com, and you can get all the details there. It's very simple. You're going to go there, and it will explain what it is, which I'm doing right here for you. But if you went there and you didn't hear this podcast, you wouldn't know all of what I'm saying right now. You would just read the copy and then you would decide if uh, if it was for you or not. Yes, you will buy me a cup of coffee. I promise it will be a, a great investment. Uh, but again, it's going to be uh, less than a cup of really, uh, you know, good coffee at a good coffee shop. It's going to be less than that. It's less than five bucks. All right. So, all right. Let's go ahead and and let's just jump in. All right. Now, let me just say this. No matter if you are just starting or if you are up and running and you you're, you're uh, selling products on Amazon and you're doing seven figures, eight figures, if you don't have this part of building out your brand, this is going to apply to you as well. So just keep in mind, like this isn't just like, oh, it's just for beginners. Because most of the time, people that I've worked with, people that I've coached, people that have been clients of mine or in any of my private groups, generally, they don't have everything figured out. And one of the missing links is generally this right here, building out the brand. All right. And so it's really important that you understand that. All right. So with that all being said, Let's jump in. What are these six steps? All right. So let me just kind of cover the six steps. Part one is what you've heard me talk a lot about, and it is super, super important, is niche selection and market validation. Okay. Really, really important. And let me just say this. There's a lot of people that get hung up right there. They get hung up on the niche selection or niche selection and market validation, but it is so critical. But once you understand what you're looking for, once you understand how to identify these markets and then validate the market and really even just uncover one that you're not even aware of right now, once you, once you learn that. Then it's something you're going to have forever, and it's so valuable because so many people do get hung up here. So even if all you did was got that part right, well, everything else is going to kind of fall into place, all right? So part one is really, really important, all right? Now, part two is creating the foundation for traffic, all right? Creating the foundation for traffic traffic. All right? If you don't have this set up, we don't have our we don't have our home base, our real estate, all right? Then we can't do all the other things that we're about to do here in the rest of this uh you know, in the rest of these sections here or these parts, all right? So, part 3 is content planning plus scheduling, okay? Now again, a lot of us get overwhelmed and we're like, "Well, wait a minute, Scott, like I don't have my niche." Uh, selected yet. Well, we got to get that done first, right? And then we'll figure out this other stuff. Don't worry about this other stuff unless you're there, okay? Unless you're at, you know, that part of the process, all right? So you don't want to start at part three if you don't know part one, right? So that's why it's important that we follow along. And everything that I've done here in this playbook is really reverse engineered what I've done, what others have done, and really from, I would say, the past 15 years of me being online, And and learning so much, it's kind of come full circle and Amazon is in the mix. Trust me, it wasn't there in the mix 15 years ago for me, but it is now. So we are going to leverage that, but we're going to leverage it not just with our own products, but with other people's products. And, uh, and I'll give you some examples inside the book as well, but we'll touch on that here once we get into part six. All right. So part three is important. Because we need to figure out the content planning and the schedule, all right? And the schedule, what I mean by that is, when are you going to do this on a regular basis, all right? Part four is posting content and then optimizing for traffic, all right. Now, I just went back and did some did some digging because, I like I said, we've got two uh, brands that we're building out, mainly just with content right now. And we built an email list in one of the brands. We just built the email list about a month ago, got over ninety three hundred people on an email list now. And I email them now at least once a week, but sometimes twice a week. And everything that we're doing here inside of Brand Creators Academy uh, is following the same framework. And it's another reason why I wanted to create this playbook is for our Academy members. I wanted them to have this to follow along uh, going through the process, all right? So just understand, like, this is really, really important that we understand how this all kind of fits together. And we're doing this, like I said, in those two brands that we're building out, which are mainly right now content and email. We're starting to see some really good traffic numbers starting to come in, and I say really good. like We're getting, uh, I think in the one right now, if I'm going off of memory here, we're up over uh, 6,500 sessions per month, which is pretty darn good for a fairly new blog, and that's all organic, meaning we're not paying for any of that, Okay. Uh, So it's pretty awesome. All right, so let's move on here. All right, so we already talked about posting the content and optimizing for traffic, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about each of these. Um, Part five is email list building 101. This is where we start to introduce list building, and a lot of people get scared by this, but I'll tell you what, once you understand it and once you start doing it, It's going to all start to click. Uh, We have so many members right now that have already started building their list. And I'm thinking of one right now off the top of my head. uh, And uh, his name is Todd Welch. And he actually was beating us when we were building ours. And he even had uh, cheaper email uh, leads that were coming in for pennies, pennies. Uh, And I think he built his over 7,500, 8,000, maybe even more now. And the cool thing is another little side benefit of that email list, not just that he's being able to amplify his content, but he was actually able to reach out to his community now and get some writers that are publishing on his blog, which is just awesome. So he found people in his audience by building that email list. And there's just so many other cool things that happen. Uh, Okay, so that's part five. All right. And we need to be able to do that because then we can amplify our content and we can also start to sprinkle in some offers. If you have a physical product right now and you have an email list and you, you email them on a regular basis, not just when you have an offer, uh, you will be able to sell more stuff. It's just the way it works because you're able to be front of mind. All right. All right. Part six. And this is the one that everyone wants to talk about. And that's monetization. Okay. But I talk about it in the short term and the long term plan. And we lay that all out, all right? And again, we go deep into this when, uh, when we're going through this in this playbook. You're going to see examples. You're going to see screenshots. It's over 107 pages uh, long, which is crazy, all right? So let me just, I, I want to bust a big myth right now, okay? I want to I bust this. And that is, and this is what people tell me all the time. Scott, I love the idea, but all the good niches are taken. Or my market has too much competition, right? I mean, if you've ever thought that, you're not alone because there's a lot of people that think that. And you know what? At, at a time I probably thought that same thing, but then when I started to shift my thinking a little bit and I started to get involved into this world of, you know, creating content and even like this podcast, right? There's hundreds of maybe even thousands of people that are creating business type podcasts, right? But I'm just kind of carving out a little bit of a niche, right? And the niche started You know, e-commerce, Amazon focused. Then we shifted to where it was like, well, wait a minute. We're starting to move here. We're starting to change. Let's get into brand building. Let's start talking about content. Let's start talking about list building. Like, so then it just started to get narrowed into a different direction. But because I did that, I'm able to still go out there and reach a lot of people. And yeah, we're maybe not, I'm, you know, not reaching a uh, hundred million people right now, but you know, as of right now, we've uh, had 15 million downloads of this podcast and uh, you know, thousands of people all over the world. It's, it's okay. I, I'm okay with that. Right. And the same thing goes when you're looking at a market or a niche. So let me give you an example. Okay. And I actually did a little bit of digging here before we got on, cause I wanted to give you a really, really good example. So think about this for a second. You can't see it, but you can uh, you can kind of visualize this, all right? Now, there's a website out there called thisoldhouse.com, and you might know that they also know that they have a show that uh, talks all about projects, home projects, or woodworking, uh, and uh, and they're just a massive, massive site, okay, and a massive, uh, you know, business. Uh, they even have their—they did—I don't know if they still do it—their own uh, TV show, right? Well, right now, I looked— and they're getting 3 million visitors per month, okay, per month. That's a month, right? And they have 1,800,000 backlinks to their site. So if you don't know what backlinks are and what they're used for, a backlink is if someone uh, visits a website and they really like that that site. And let's say that they're, um, they're on a forum or they're, um, maybe they really like the article and they have someone post another article, um, on their website. And then they link back to, uh, or, you know, I'll, I'll give you a better example. Let's say, let, let, us say that I, uh, I posted something and I'm talking about my good friend, uh, you know, Steve Chu, right. From my wife quit her job. Right. And I talk about him and I link From my website to his website, that's what you call a backlink because I'm directly linking over to him. So it's sending a link to his website, and now Google sees that, all right? And if you have a a higher authoritative site, then it's going to give it more, we call it link juice, okay? And the whole game of SEO used to be anyways, the more backlinks you had, uh, the better chance you are going to of ranking, and it still has some factors there, but... It's not necessarily everything, okay? But if I was to look at this right here, this oldhouse.com, 3 million visitors, 1,800,000 backlinks, I'd be like, I can never get into woodworking. I could never get into any of that stuff because they've dominated the market. I'm not even going to try. Well, let me give you an example of what this looks like, okay? How would you like to have 69,800 visitors per month, come to your website, 69,800 visitors, well, how would you like to have 106,000 in one month, how would that be, be pretty awesome, right, it's not 3 million, that'd be great, right, but it's not, it's not the same, right, but I'll tell you what, you can do pretty good with having 69,800 visitors or 106,000, uh, and these numbers that I'm giving you are actually lower than they actually are because I'm pulling these from a tool called Uber Suggest, and in that tool, they only give you numbers on Google search traffic, not on external like uh, Pinterest traffic and Facebook traffic. This is just organic searches, so even looking at thisoldhouse.com, that 3 million visitors is probably more, okay? But the backlinks are probably pretty accurate, okay? So let me just give you an example. And the reason why I use that number 69,800 and 106,000 is because I found a website and it's called cutthewood.com, cutthewood.com. I don't know who owns the site. I don't know anything about the site. All I know is that they're getting 69,800 visitors to their website every month. And actually in October, they had 106,000 in that one month. Okay. And they have 16,800 backlinks. So you see what I'm doing here? 3 million visitors on this old house, 1,800,000 backlinks. If I looked at that, I would never think that I can compete. Well, that's not true. Okay. Because Cutthewood.com is getting a great amount of traffic. And I'm going to give you an example here. So they rank right now, okay? And when I'm saying ranking, if you guys are brand new, uh, ranking just means that I'm being found when someone does a search. So the keyword that they're ranking for is woodwork projects. Woodworks projects. Yes, that's plural, by the way, okay? That one search they're ranking for that keyword in position number two, and they're getting 2,932 visits for being in the second spot. Now, that keyword gets actually 18,100 searches, so the number one position is getting more than 2,932, but 2,932 would be okay with me. That's a pretty good amount of traffic for one keyword, all right? Now, would projects, you would be like, there's no way I'm going to compete with those bigger sites, well, that keyword gets 12,100, and cutthewood.com is getting 1,177 visits from that keyword, all right? I'm going to move right down the list, all right? We've got another one, projects for wood shop. 12,100 searches. They're ranked number three. They get 1,177. Do you see? We don't have to be number one in order to get some traffic, all right? All right, now let me move down the list here. How about uh, Wood Projects Small, 2,900, all right, and position number one, and uh, they're getting 882. Not too bad, all right? So there's a whole bunch here in this list, and again, I give you examples of how to really do this research, and also how to really start looking for opportunities that you can explore for your business as far as getting content because we actually fill the content buckets. We call them. I have three buckets um, that we fill, and uh, we go through that inside of the playbook. So Again, if you're interested in grabbing the playbook, I suggest you do. It'll be the best, uh, less than $5 that you'll ever spend. It's $4.99 at the time of recording this. So If you want a copy, uh, it's a digital download. You can grab it, and uh, you can print it out. I do recommend you printing it out, um, but you can find that by heading over to, uh, let's see here, what is the link again? Oh, yeah, it is brandcreatorsbook.com. I I, I don't know why I blanked out there, brandcreatorsbook.com, all right? So the other thing I want to share with you, and I did a little bit more digging here, all right? So they are also ranking for a tutorial, Cool Woodworking Projects, all right? And they're getting from that one post, 17,698 visits to their website. And they have 39 backlinks going to that that post. Now, why is that important? Why is that important that uh, you have a piece of content like this, where it's woodworking tutorials and it's uh, uh, a woodworking projects or cool woodworking projects, right? Why is it? Important to create a piece of content like that? Well, exactly what I just said. They got 39 people saying, You should go over there and check out this cool site because they have cool woodworking projects. You see what's happening there? It's shareable. And not just on social, but it's shareable. People will forward this in email. People will link to it from another uh, site if they're doing stuff about woodworking and they think that that's a cool resource. So you can get backlinks naturally without doing any black hat type of stuff. All right? So let me give you another example. They have one here, small woodworking projects, all right? That's another post that they did and that gets 3,816 visits per month and they have 21 backlinks. Now this one here is gonna kinda blow your mind, all right? Here's a really cool one, all right? How to burn wood with electricity, okay? That was a blog post that they did. How to burn wood with electricity, get this. 2,212 visits. And guess how many backlinks they got? Zero. Zero. So you don't necessarily have to have backlinks in order to get ranked, okay? No backlinks, okay? 2,212. How would it be to have 2,212 people come to your website every single month? And you know what? In that post, you might sell a Maybe it's a uh, burning or a, a wood burner that you, can, uh, that you can use on your wood projects, or maybe you recommend different tools for burning wood with electricity, right? That turns into a profitable post that you don't even necessarily have to have those products, but if you do have the products, well, then you can sell those too, okay? So really, really cool stuff. Let me give you one more example. Um, how hot does wood burn? That was one that they posted that gets 1,053 visits a month with zero backlinks, zero, okay? So again, I just wanted to share this with you. Do not think that you have to have this massive website with massive amounts of traffic in order to compete with someone like this old house that has 3 million visits per month and uh, you know millions of backlinks, right or one million eight hundred or whatever I said it was it's just a lot, right all right so the thing is is what you want to do and this is what we talk about in brand creators Academy and inside the playbook you need to niche down at first okay this is going to allow you to get traffic faster and then you can go wider in your niche all right so go narrow okay and I don't mean so narrow that you can't talk about anything else. If you're talking about woodworking, then you can start to drill down into certain types of woodworking projects or certain types of wood, right? Or certain tools for woodworking. Or maybe it's furniture woodworking. Or maybe it is uh, cabinet uh, woodworking. You know, you see what I'm saying? You can niche it down, but you can also get clues by looking at other Uh, Other websites that are doing this and see so what I do and I actually I teach this inside of the playbook and inside of the academy is is really finding a website that isn't massive that is getting a good amount of traffic that you would love to have as well. So it shows you that it's not that hard to compete as long as you're creating content on a regular basis, right? It all, comes to, it all comes down to really being consistent with your content. But also, you need to identify the market. You need to be able to lay all this stuff out before you even create a piece of content. And that's why it's so important that you go through that process of validating the market, all right? It's super, super important, all right? So let's do a little recap here, all right? Let's do a little recap. Part one in this process of building a profitable brand is niche selection plus market validation. Huge. So important. Okay. Part two, creating your foundation for traffic, which is also known as your home base, your website. All right. Part three, content planning plus your schedule. Okay. That schedule I mean is how frequently are you going to post and are you going to stick to it? And you should. I call it the 52X strategy. That's 52 pieces of content in one year. That's one per week, okay? Part four, posting content and optimizing for traffic, okay? And then part five, email list building 101, and then from there, we move into part six, the monetization, the short-term, and the long-term. Now, if you already have a product, you can start to build out content that will give people information to help them make a better decision or lead them over. I used an example the other day. I did a Facebook Live on this. If you were selling a golf club and all you're thinking about is, I got to sell more golf clubs. I got to sell more golf clubs or my one golf club. I got to sell my driver. Well, instead of just trying to figure out how to make paid traffic work, which is really hard at times, uh, you want to get in front of people that are your target market. So you, how do you do that? You help them improve their golf swing, right? How to increase your distance on a drive. How to correct your slice. How to correct your hook. What is the best driver? Uh, you know, the best driver for two thousand twenty. Right. So these are ways that you can create stuff that people are looking for, and then when they come over, they'll find your product. Right, and then you can mention your product. If you have an email list, same thing. And you can also do some really cool things with emails. You can also start to. Uh, ask them questions of what they're struggling with, and then you can be the solution to that problem, okay? Makes it so much easier, all right? So again, those are the six steps. Monetization, I didn't spend too much time here, but let me just say this, and it's detailed um, inside the the playbook, but let me just say this here. There's a bunch of different ways that we can monetize, and I'll just kind of cover a few here. Number one, whether you have a product or not you can start creating content, getting traffic, and leading people to affiliate products, which are all on Amazon, by the way. You can become an Amazon associate and start recommending products, and then you can get paid a small commission on that. You can find private uh, companies that will do a uh, an affiliate deal, and a lot of them are between 15 and 25%. I was actually on a hot seat call with one of our brand creators, and uh, we stumbled on one that pays 20%. it's not even worth him rolling out any products of his own if he's going to make 20% for referring someone else that has good products, right? So that's that. And then we also have, once traffic starts to come in, we can also then leverage that traffic by putting uh, ads in front of them on our website. And then there's ad networks like Mediavine and uh, AdThrive that will pay us per session or per uh, per, uh, page view, okay? Um, And that adds up quick. The other way is your own products. The other way is digital products. All right. The other way is sponsored ads. Like there's all different ways that you can then monetize and leverage the traffic, but we got to get the traffic, right? We got to get the traffic. So again, hopefully this has helped you. It's kind of given you a framework, whether you download and use the playbook, use this as your guide. Okay. These six steps, these st- these six parts You're going to have to go through each and every one of those, but don't go through them unless the one before it is done, right? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for you to start building the email list if you don't know that this is the market that you're going to be, you know, building uh, because you didn't do the niche selection or the market validation. Even if you have your product and it's targeting a market, you want to still validate that the market can be grown, right? Or that you can grow your brand inside of that market. All right. So just make sure that you go through this, regardless if you grab the playbook. Although I think you should get the playbook, and again, little uh, little uh, mention here of how you get it brandcreatorsbook.com. It is super simple. You go there, put your information in, and you'll have that thing downloaded immediately from there. I would recommend printing it out, uh, bringing it to your local office supply store, having them bind it, which I have done, and that way there you have it to reference back to because there are going to be things that you're going to do now. There's some things that you're going to wait to do later, but it's all there, so you can go and refer back to it. You can also make notes in it and highlight things, and it's just more real. When you have something that's tangible. So that's what I would recommend doing. All right. So Hopefully, this episode has helped you. I really, really do want 2020 to be the year of you building out your brand, but you got to get started. You really, really, truly do. You can't keep waiting for something to be done before you start. I mean, we all do that, right? It's just putting it off because, well, you just don't want to put it out there unless you're 100% sure it's going to work, and we never know if anything's going to 100% work, but we got to get out there and at least get in the game and give it a shot, all right? So that's my advice to you. Give it a shot, all right? So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up as always remember i'm here for you i believe in you and i am rooting for you but you have to you have to come on, say it with me say it loud say it proud take action have an awesome amazing day and i'll see you right back here on the next episode hey one thing before you go if you can do me a quick favor i would so appreciate it i love hearing from my listeners, and I would love to hear from you. So can you do me a quick favor? Can you head over to iTunes and leave me a review over there? Let me know how has this podcast helped you in one way, shape, or form. I read every single one of them, and they really give me the energy, the fuel to come back here and continue to help more people like you. And I want to read one from Alan V. And he says, awesome, free, and organized. Five star. This is the best podcast that delivers not only free, but most important, very well. Well organized content to help you understand and know what you have to do in your brand and Amazon business. Scott is very energetic and smart about organizing lots of information into little baby steps to help me take action. Thank you very much, Scott, for being an inspiration and for delivering so much value. That's his words. Alan V. Utopia Car. I want to thank you, Alan, and I want to thank everyone else that has left a review and if you would let me know how has this podcast helped you that would be amazing and i might just give you a shout out on one of the upcoming episodes and oh if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast if you can do that as well that would be awesome